On this week's episode of Unnatural 20s, expect odd noises, atrocious fails, monstrous laughs, and tons of drama. With your DM, Caitlin, leading you on this journey, she will have her two fellow co-hosts, Books and Cassie, fight for her love. She will be rewarding points when Cassie and Books tickles her fancy or deal damage when they upset her. Both of our contestants only have 12 hit points, so they will work hard not to upset Caitlin. Now, let me introduce the wonderful, beautiful, multi-talented host for the evening. Please okay. give a loud applause for Caitlin! Oh, oh hello. I'm just so happy to just be here and uh, have the chance to find platonic love with one of my co-hosts. Uh, I really can't wait to meet them both. Well, then let's bring them out. Our first contestant enjoys staying at home, reading for hours on end, but needs to find balance in her life. So she is looking for someone to fill her microphone sized hole in her heart. Please welcome contestant number one, McKenna, a.k.a. Books. Hey, I am thrilled to be here. And your description was just spot on. You know what? I have no life and I need someone to pull me out into adventure. Why is it a mic- microphone shaped hole? Because that- we're talking into them, Cassie. Give mm. a picture. Right, right, right. Talking about. Behind that curtain over there is contestant number two. So thank you, Books, for your contribution. Now let's bring out contestant number two. Our next contestant enjoys poning noobs while console gaming and in real life with her Ninja Turtle scooter. Being so cool is hard. So this contestant is looking for someone to help her look cool and keep her head leveled. Please welcome contestant number two, Cassie. Hey, what's up? Yeah, it's Cassie over here. And it should be noted, I don't want to keep my head level because when I'm doing sweet backflips on that scooter, you actually want to tilt your head back. But it's fine. Yeah, I am looking for love. Platonic love, apparently. Yes, Cassie. Platonic love. I'm so glad that you both are here. And why don't we start off this adventure by sharing with me some of your fails so Caitlin can get a better feel for both of you. Can I get a name for you? How do I refer to you? As <laughs> you can call me Chris. Oh, okay, oh, Chris. Okay. I feel better now, Chris. Uh, but you want to know about my fail? I would like to know about a time you failed. Okay. And so Caitlin can relate with you when she shares her fail. I just have a, a question about how this is going to work. Is Caitlin ever going to talk directly to us? Or are we always going to She will you, Chris? when I allow her. Oh, oh, that sounds dark. That's but okay. how an announcer like a- works on a TV show. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I only know about podcasts. <laughs> Welcome to TV. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. But I would love to tell you about my fail because, wow, uh, it happened at work again and it was a very good interaction that I had. So I... I said out loud, like in person, face to face with a coworker. Um, they asked where a file was, and I just turned and I was happened to be standing, and I looked over and saw it at somebody's desk. So I just returned to them, faced them, and out loud said, "Oh, it's on her desk." <laughs> oh. You know, like the Borat thing, like my wife. Yeah, I said that in 2019 oh AD, the year of our Lord, for no reason. I've never done that before. <laughs> I don't it's know her desk. <laughs> I don't normally talk that way. I've never done that in my life, but I turned to this person, (laughs) made eye contact, and said that face to face. And then I had to live with that repercussion. Like, we both just stared at each other because there's no, you can't do anything with that. No. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that was today. So, I'm really living in that. Wow. I'm excited to continue talking to you. Like, who knows what's going to happen? Borat possessed me earlier, so who knows (laughs) who's going to come out now? Jesus Christ. But, yeah, that was, it was a great time. And uh, we're bonded in the office better now, for sure. Wow. The fact that they still like continued to make eye contact with you and didn't just walk away. I feel like that they have a deep respect for you. Uh, it wasn't as much respect as like the opposite of that. Uh, as, really? Like, mm-hmm. Just like, look at this piece of shit. And I was like, I know. How did I you know. like, because I know if I said that, it would have been like, oh shit, I actually said that. And then just stare into like the void and just like hope everything could come back. But no, it couldn't. Yeah. How did you respond? I just stared for a minute, realized that she was also just staring. And I was like, do you get the... uh I was like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 it gets worse. A Borat reference. Oh, no. <laughs> that movie came out like, you know, it's like maybe you recently. Th- or I was throwing ago. it back, trying to bond with them, you know, is what I turned it in because they're kind of new. So I was like, oh, no, trying to do like it was a bonding thing. That's when you just go to the anchor man. Just I can't control the volume of my voice. And then just be like, just and then throw a movie quotes? finger guns. Finger yes. Because then they're like, whoa. And then they let leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Finger guns are always good. I yes. should have done finger guns. For yeah. Sure. Honestly, you don't even need to say anything. You do that Bora impression and then just straight to finger guns. 
and turn around and walk to your desk. Yeah, because then that's just who I am as a person. Yes. And that's yeah. much better. Yeah. <laughs> <a> personality. <laughs> and it's stuck. And this person's new enough to not know any different. And hopefully they would never talk to me again. That would be prime. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. You've set yourself up for that. So congratulations. Well, yeah, that was a muffel. Oh, what do you guys get? Oh, that just makes me die inside. Um, I have two fails again this week. Oh, killing it. Yeah. I'm just trying to overachieve in failing. Um, so I told you guys a little bit last week about my Wi-Fi fail fail um or just wi-fi experience through yes. hell uh i have moved into a new apartment for the past two and a half weeks now and since the day i got the keys i have been trying to get wi-fi and i still do not have wi-fi i still not have wi-fi right it should be impossible it's everywhere just grab it just grab it just I just reach out your hand it. and grab some wi-fi so the first wi-fi service i tried they said they were available i still had an account with them so i like went through the day i got my keys i tried to change my address talk to a address talk to a bunch of people on the phone they're like no it's not available in your area our internet lies so that was fun the internet uh, talked to another lady with someone who does service my area and she was like, you need a satellite dish, satellite dish on your balcony to get Wi-Fi through us, which I was like, that's a good ass. That's <laughs> got to be bullshit because none of my neighbors have those. So I got off the phone with her, talked to a fourth person that day and finally got the account set up for the following Wednesday. It was supposed to be delivered. Everything was supposed to be taken care of. Tuesday, we check our account. And for some reason, it says now it's going to be a week late. So we get on the phone with a bunch of people and have to go back and forth and back and forth with the customer service. Finally, they tell us UPS lost our router and they're out of stock. And so we have to wait another week for them to get it. Come the next week and the UPS delivery guy drives by, uh, tries to get in. We're not home for a brief 10 minute period. Like we were home all day. That is, that's your fault. You fucked up. We fucked up. Um, and they like left a note saying they were going to leave it with the front office. But then we called the front office and they were like, well, we don't have your name in the system yet. So they probably returned it to sender. Oh, dang. and so then we're going back and forth. And they, then the front office was like, no, actually, it's in a locker system. So we're like, oh, OK, we'll go pick it up. Go down to the locker system, enter in the code. Stupid thing won't open. So now we call the locker company. They can't open it. So we call the front office again. And now they're working with the locker company. They have to take a crowbar. I was going to say, you just needed to grab a crowbar. Oh, my God. To get this stupid router out. Get the router upstairs. Plug it all in. And it's not working. Somehow it's not wired right or something. They think we got a faulty one. So now they have to send a technician out. And they're like, well, it's going to be another week for this technician to come out. You have a curse. I wanted to cry. Um, So I got on the phone and uh, cried to a lot of people until they said the guy's coming tomorrow. You used the crying technique (laughs) on the phone? I'm so proud of Um, you. So that was my first fail. And it's just... I mean, that one's not you. That's not you. No, no, no. I think somehow, though, I have done so many bad things to other people that Karma is just catching up with me with wi-fi they came at you with wi-fi they're like fuck her she's not gonna get wi-fi for a whole month this is a personal thing i really do not think this is this is the universe trying to tell me something um my other fail is that i did a family vacation in yermo california which is equivalent to hell because it's next to barstow and Uh, it was like 113 degrees yeah no that's terrible the whole time we went to ghost town and the um we my whole family got tricked essentially into paying eight bucks a person to go on this train ride oh is it a haunted tour i love those shits it wasn't a haunted tour it was like through the they were like you're gonna go through coal mines and like you're gonna be on the train and we're like well the train's covered we'll get a breeze by riding on it we get to go down into a mine like this is going to be the best part of our trip because it's going to be cool no it went in like a quarter mile loop and the mine that we went into was basically a shack hell yeah had some tools so um we spent a lot of money because there were 35 of us. Oh, God. Fuck all me. to get on this train. That to live your life a quarter mile at the time, though. So. Yes. <laughs> kind of a success. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Definitely. Well. And we, like, totally all fell for it, even though we could actually see the whole track mm. from where we were standing. I don't know how we were that dumb. Heat exhaustion? That is a fail, then. Just, you yeah. can see all of it, and you're like, ah, oh, yes, that looks I think good. we all just thought it was going to go into a tunnel somewhere. The, uh, ca- the cave was going to be, like, yeah. to another land. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to that. Narnia. <laughs> Goodbye. It's only $8. It's going to be cool there. <laughs> Glad they're only charging me $8 to go to Narnia. Say hello to Mr. Tumnus for me. That was, that's how we felt. <laughs> that would be a deal, then. <laughs> Right? <laughs> we thought we were really getting something out of this eight bucks. Get some sticky toffee over there. Well, um, guys, I'll share my fail now. Like, um, I know you've been waiting yeah, for a while. Pins it's, and needles yeah, for this. It's my turn. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you guys my fail. So last week I kind of told you about my coffee problem where I drank a 40 yeah. ounce coffee, which is equivalent to a little bit more than one quart of coffee. Uh, oh, you did do that math. Good. Well, I looked on the bottle. It did it for oh, me. Good. It's a, a little bit more than one quart. And I ate, drank that in just one sitting. 
And so I have a continued problem because I continue to buy more of these bottles and mm-hmm. I've gone through four of these quart. It's 1.25 quarts. So I've drank over a gallon of this coffee since last week. Man, dog. Yeah. Actually, I don't know how many quarts make up a gallon. So I don't four. Know. You might. Well, exactly. Have you got a gallon? You got a gallon of that shit? <laughs> I got a gallon of that shit. You got a gallon of that So... Yeah, so my coffee addiction is worse than ever because I found some really good nectar that is delicious and yeah. it's bad. I'm just yeah, so proud of you because right before you were like kind of weaning off it or not doing as much and nope. then you just went full force. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. no, I was doing really good. Yeah. I wasn't really drinking. Then I had like, I just needed some energy and man, I you sure went, went hard. Yeah, you did. You really wow. did. I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember if it's four quarts in a gallon or I know four pecks make a bushel. And now I'm it's like, like, what the fuck was that that you just said? <laughs> I don't know. Some gibberish. Four Hex make a bushel. It's like the math they teach you in like fourth grade. You learn like cups to. I don't learn shit in fourth grade. To miles and stuff like that. What does that have to do with math? I don't know. Pecks in a bushel. That was one of the things we learned, though. I, I don't even that, know what a peck or a bushel is. I've never heard of either of like these. Farming this terms. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> good is that going to do us? It's never served me a purpose in my life, but neither has basically any kind of math. True that. So. A lot of math has helped me, but that's because I'm. Help with the point scribe sometimes. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, now contestants. Caitlin has prepared a series of questions on her adventure log to truly test your love for her. Platonic. Plutonic love, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, so now I'm going to let Caitlin take the reins on this whole episode oh. and show you guys the adventure log. Oh, great. Bye, okay, Chris. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back and I'm ready to roll. We got coffee, Caitlin, right there. <laughs> Way to come in for that one. You must switch pitch. <laughs> Go high. All right, we rolled a 14, which is best NPC story. Oh, I, guys, it's been an interesting week for me, um, mostly because I've gotten a lack of sleep. But last night, I went to a Rob Thomas concert. Rob Thomas is my mom's absolute favorite um, yeah, musical artist in the world. Your she, mom's like a grown-up groupie for him, like a dignified groupie. A dignified. She's not creepy. She's met him multiple times, but she doesn't like stalk him or try to kiss him. or Doesn't do stalk him, just goes on his full tour. Just travels, yeah, travels like across. She will travel across the country to see every one of his shows. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. On his most recent tour, which is the Chip Tooth Smile, guys. Uh, <laughs> Chip Tooth Smile is the most recent name of his uh, Does he album. Does a Chip Tooth? No. It's just talking about like a flawed smile. Okay. All right. God damn okay. it. I hate this already. Uh, and the, there's some some really good songs on it. I don't, like I grew up with Rob. Anyway. I grew up with Rob. Oh, Rob. <laughs> oh, Rob. Oh, my God. I met him a few times. It's oh fine, guys. Uh, no, I just I grew dying. up with this music. <laughs> and um, at this concert, I you always see interesting people, but the mm-hmm. Rob Thomas concerts are getting more and more interesting because his fan base is getting older and older. Oh, God, yes. But yeah. still trying to pretend they're very very young yeah especially at concerts yeah exactly especially when you're like up close now we were very very close to the stage and there were i was second row and there were two people off to the right of me in first row Mm -hmm. that were probably mid 40s ish Mm -hmm. um and one clearly uh not wearing a bra intentionally in a white tank top no Ah. and the other one wearing a somewhat see-through Meant to be a bathing suit cover-up, strapless dress. No, what? Yep. <laughs> um, and, you know, they were very, very done up and very excited for this concert and oh. very drunk. Oh, no. Um, and also brought, like, an entire pitcher of wine. How Was there no supervision at there. this concert? How are they getting in? First of all, <laughs> they naked pretty much, <laughs> pretty and they're much. just bringing a whole... Yeah, they're pretty much naked. They're just bringing... I think they got it at the bottle service. Like, they somehow oh. brought this picture. I'm... What if she got elbowed in the boob? It's just, it's not protected. She was so drunk, she wasn't going to feel that You got tomorrow. Got, you just and got tipped I, in the They might have been purchased Nip. boobs, to be honest. I don't think you feel as much when they're not. <sighs> the nerve connection's a little I'm less. just thinking of her poor nips right now. Her yeah, uh, I wasn't too concerned about them because I could see them very clearly. <laughs> so I'm just concerned but, about the fact that I can't bring a vape in, but they could come in naked. <laughs> they could come in naked, <laughs> I have a vendetta against better. Because... <laughs> Behind them oh, no. was a young man and his good friend who was uh, apparently 
sitting way far back, but decided to join him um, because they knew they had a shot with some married cougars. Both had wedding Mm -hmm. rings on, by the way. Oh, good. And both were like, both girls were really, really close and touchy-feely to each other. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure if they were in a relationship together or what was going on. But uh, about a 24-year-old dude. Oh, no. Just started hitting on them. And then was somehow sandwiched dancing between them. And then his buddy started making out with them. This was all happening front and second row of this concert yeah and um we have several videos which is the best part but the my favorite part is the younger guy that was actually seated up there did not know any of the lyrics but was proceeding to try to serenade these women using finger gun dancing (gasps) the entire time my friend and then just they kept just sandwiching him no. in between the two of them. No. With their, you know, naked bodies. No, McKenna, you said you had a Wi-Fi curse. You have a curse of like seeing the most buck wild <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like you had that bathroom experience and mm-hmm. now this, this is your actual curse. This is it's my mine. curse. It's just inappropriate behavior in yeah. public spaces. I don't want that. Damn, no thank you. I don't want that yeah. at all. So literally I had to go up to the security guard at one point because it was just, it was very, very distracting and yeah. I was feeling very uncomfortable and I was like, I don't know if you're aware of the threesome that's currently happening in the middle right there, but like, could you but it, do something? It's distracting it? Rob, I'm Listen. sure. So if you <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy Rob right now. <laughs> we have a I personal get, connection. Like, this full experience because I swear he was going to make eye contact with me. <laughs> but then he got distracted. Man. Well, mine's going to take, my NPC story is going to take a hard turn. I'm going to go more wholesome than your... No Nike people? No Nike people in this Poor one. Kino. I I just don't have the blessing slash curse that you have, <laughs> and I'm thankful every day for that. My NPC is actually going to be uh, not from this week, but it's an older one. But I remembered them because um, there's a Twitter account that tells you if you can pet the dogs in video games. Oh. And I saw one of theirs, and they were going into Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And it was telling you how you if you befriend the dog, they'll lead you to a treasure and everything. Yeah. So And that got me thinking about when we essentially lived this Dougal in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Do you, I don't know if you remember when we went to that town called Brandon, that little small town of Brandon. Yes. And then we, well, we didn't know this town. Ta- like the town ended up being incredibly small where it was pretty much like where we parked at yeah. and it was like this was pier town yeah. yeah so we parked at this pier and we got it out of the car to try see what there was and there ended up being a dog who immediately came running up to us and then this dog like we like immediately were on board followed this dog to where they, wherever oh, she yeah. went she took us found a little treasure it was her yep. rock that she loved mm-hmm. it was a very good rock and she decided to share that with us and i just loved being able to live that moment we were on our way to Dingle and we stopped in Brandon because we went, we were up in Mount Brandon and yeah, this dog, it had a dog friend too. There was a littler dog, wasn't there? Oh, that one stayed inside. That one wasn't yeah. friendly. It wasn't as friendly, but this one literally went down and showed us a fucking rock and, and like grabbed a huge ass rock like it was a piece of bread and just brought it, went, it to like, us. So the, the, the pier was kind of high, so it kind of like went down into this real rocky area. I was area. really worried for it. Yeah, because it was like, it ran up to us super excitedly and then like booked it. Like mm-hmm. we pet it, played with it, and then it kind of would like run off and make sure we were following. And then it went down, grabbed like, like down this pier. There's special rock. It was. There's special, it special rock. Was and then crazy. it brought it back to us. It was so precious. And then showed us around the pier too because there was like a very, very small pier. So we were like walked out on it and like basically was our tour guide through Brandon. And it was, it was beautiful. A magical time. That's the best NPC I think I've ever heard. I love it. And it it does remind me of, I think about that dog almost daily. You know, the best part that it's not Breath of the Wild is the fact that it will not jump off a cliff like your horse. Like my horse we didn't need to bring (laughs) that up. I didn't even think of that. I just pictured the magical moment. Thanks for fucking that, Dougal. (laughs) And they fixed that flaw in the game, didn't they? I don't know. Did they? Because it's traumatic when your horse goes off a fucking cliff. (laughs) You're like, I love you so much. We're so bonded. You're the the greatest horse in the world. I literally was Bye, bitch. so excited I made a horse friend because I felt like it liked me. I built up our bond and then it walked off a fucking cliff. <laughs> you so. did name it Glue, didn't you? Yeah, I named it Glue, <laughs> but we still had a good bond. <laughs> the horse understood the irony of it, okay? He thought it, it was, was funny. He did. He got it. <laughs> well, uh, mine's a little bit different. So uh, unfortunately, it does not have to deal with animals. And you know, I love animals. What about naked people? It's not naked people either. Uh, it has to do with cheeseburgers. Because, you know, in in video games, all of a sudden, like the NPCs gather together and maybe there's like a fight or something that breaks out and then you have to deal with it, right? Something happens in the ge- video game in order that triggers something that makes your character have to do something, right? So we went to get a cheeseburger and... All of a sudden, a brawl, like not a brawl, but like. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. A like yelling match happened right after we ordered. Don't know how it was triggered, but we were all of a sudden 
part of like a burger brawl. It's between the owner and a customer. Owner and a customer. The dude like behind the cash register who ended up owning the place and like it like popped off. The dude like went to apologize is what it seemed like. Owner was having fucking none of it. Oh, yeah. And was like, he was like, you never come back here again. Like, get your fucking wife out of here. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, if I ever see you again, like you're gonna regret it or stuff and then like he was the dude like still had his hand like still they just were like grabbing yeah. each other's hand and the dude finally walked away and he was like fine go to the parking lot then and the owner was just like i will it started, like, oh. and started walking towards the parking lot then his uh people that worked under him or whatever mm-hmm. the other people that worked there they just started grabbing him and pushed him to the back and like got him out of there but man i, was, I wish they had like i want to see that throw down in the parking lot i was lot. bummed because my back was to when he was like getting ready to go oh, so i, I was just like watching the door i was like hell yeah get out there and then like i turned <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> i turned to like the two dougal and uh, our other roommate across from us so i was like are they is he going and they're like no they grabbed him i was like fuck damn <laughs> No, it was beautiful. And then they came up to us because it was our first time there. And there was like literally a bunch of families there. Like it was very families. And there was like a, a lot of cursing going on and everything. And obviously it was a fight. And you could tell. So they came up to us and said, sorry. And we're like, no, thank you for the dinner and the show. And I don't know how they actually would take that for like if that was like an yeah. insult or not. But but it was entertaining. Yeah. And yeah. Um, now I, I did feel triggered to do something. But, you know, I didn't do anything besides enjoy it. Besides, just sit back and enjoy. That's all you really can do in that situation. Uh, well, McKenna, for your uh, Rob Thomas experience, you brought us all down with that because we all got to experience that. I feel like I visually, like mentally experienced that yeah. with you now. And I don't know if I like that I experienced that. I don't that. think it's supposed to be enjoyed. It's just something <laughs> you got to live with. Not at all enjoyed. That's for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to give you... it was my NPC and that's what happened to me. Yeah. I give you 50 points. Thanks. For the torture. 15. 50. Oh, okay. No, not. And Cassie, you brought up dogs. A dog. And you know what's the weight of my heart? Animals. Dogs. So, Cassie, I'm going to give you 200 points. Nice. I like dogs. That's a very good dog. All right, and let's roll again. All right, and we have hit Reading Corner, which is number four on our adventure log. Dougal going, I know, I just know you love animals, and uh, I came to fucking win so much. (laughs) (laughs) My reading corner is actually going to be a review that was written. This comes from a person who wrote a whole bunch of reviews on some animals that are very good. Yay. And um, I found it on Facebook from a page called Welcome to My Beam page. My Beam? Meme. I'm sorry. I just uh, wanted to put a fun phrasing on that one, apparently. But uh, so they reviewed a whole bunch of animals, but I'm going to read my favorite one, which is ants. So this is ants, a review. Okay. And there's like certain parts are capitalized. Certain words are all caps. And I'm going to try to hit so you guys know which ones those are. Okay. The first thing you need to know about ants is that they have a little thing that you don't. It's called work ethic. Ants (laughs) go and get things done while you... Sit on the couch and smoke weed. <laughs> you want to lie around being a space cadet, playing jumpy, jumpy, shooty, shooty, bing, bing, woohoo video games? Ah. We're going nowhere with your life. Ants, on the other hand, are going everywhere and they're getting into everything, like the syrup bottle or the juice pitcher. They are unstoppable. And that's the second thing you need to know about ants. The third thing you need to know about ants is that they are worth five stars for putting you to shame. Five stars, get your life together. What? That's a review of ants. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> At first, like, I thought someone was going to bring up, like, Ants the movie, too. Or oh, something yeah. Into it, but I love that it was just bagging on humans. No, just the we don't have good work ethic. And no. you know what? Ants this are ant constantly working, if you think about it. It's swole. It can carry, like, double its body weight. What are you swole. fucking doing? You're sitting on the couch playing Bing bang, shooty, shooty, video shooty. Games. I don't know. Being a space cadet is yeah. what you're doing. Smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, that no. was beautiful. Ants. I, you know what? Anytime I need inspiration now, I'm going to look yeah. to the insects that I'm constantly killing. I'll just send you that so you can always, can always remember that. Mm-hmm. There's just so many of them. You can just look down every single time and just feel like bad for yourself. It's like, what the fuck are you doing with your life right now? And the ant like looks look at up. The ant with, hustling. It looks up at you and like waves its two front legs like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> exactly like that. That's always how I picture ants. Yep. Um, so, you know, going back, I went to that concert and um, I carpooled with my parents and my aunt and my cousin because that's a smart thing to do when you're going to a far concert. Um, but on the way back, it was like midnight we're all exhausted and somehow my dad got control of playing dj 
Oh, on yeah. the drive. And he also decided it was time for our music history lesson. Oh, no. My dad doesn't actually know a lot of music history, so it was very this. entertaining. Um, but he was trying to convince everyone that Blondie had the first rap. What? Yes. And I was like, no, 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 dad. Rap was like an underground movement long before it was even on the radio. It has a lot of cultural history. This Australian uh, singer was not the first rap artist in the U.S. But I did some research. He's getting it confused. She was the first song to feature a rap section that hit number one in the U.S. Oh, okay. So I can see a little bit how in my dad's old man mind. He was just like, it got rapped. Blondie. But um, he did make us listen to it. And I don't know if you guys have heard Rapture by Blondie. It's been a while. Yeah. Those lyrics are fun. Oh, so here's the rap. Um, I'm I'm just going to read it for you guys to really give you... Because you can't understand it when you hear her say it. You miss a lot of the good, good words that are going on in there. So, Fab Five Freddy told me everybody's high. DJ's spinning or saving my mind. Flash is fast. Flash is cool. Francois, say va. Say fa. Flash a no do. And don't stop. Sure shot. Go out to the parking lot. And you get in your car and you drive real far. And you drive all night and you see the light and it comes down and lands on the ground and out comes a man from Mars and he's, and you try to run, but he's got a gun and he shoots you dead and he eats your head. And then there's an, and then you're in a man from Mars. You go out all night eating cars. You eat Cadillacs, Lincolns too, Mercury's and Subarus. And you don't stop. You keep eating cars. And then when there's no more cars, you go out at night and eat up bars where the people meet face to face, dance cheek to cheek. One-to-one, man-to-man, dance toe-to-toe. Don't move too slow because the man from Mars is through with cars. He's eating bars. Yeah, wall-to-wall, door-to-door, hall-to-hall. He's going to eat them all. Rapture, be pure. Take a tour through the sewer. Don't strain your brain. Paint a train. You'll be singing in the rain. I said, don't stop to punk rock. Fucking bars, dog. <laughs> oh, my Dang. God. That changed my life. Yes. When they were talking right? about eating cars, I felt that in my spirit and my soul. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, and it's an alien that ate your head and is now making you eat cars yeah. and bars. I We've all been there. <laughs> oh, my God. How I do don't you feel know. about it, Diggle? Great. I am distraught because I thought like the rappers, like the mumble rappers and everything were bad. That's bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's always just been really bad rap out there. Well, when you, you there's good they, rap, they there's hit, very yeah, good there's rap. Very, very that good was rap. not one, but they hit all the good rhyming words, cars, cars, cars bars, head, Mars. Yes. Yeah. They got it all. I don't know what money I you want. I was seriously so distressed when my dad was playing this in the car. And I was like, <sighs> listen, like I love a lot of 80s and, you know, music and 70s music, but I don't think there's a reason I've steered clear of Blondie, I think. And yeah. Damn. Wow. That yeah. changed my perspective too. And I'm glad I didn't have to listen to that when I was growing up. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too, is my dad never played Blondie growing up. So like, I'm pretty sure this was the first time I heard that song. He was just excited to share that fun fact. Yeah. Which was wrong. <laughs> I have a fact for you and it's wrong. <laughs> listen to this song. It's going to make you painful. That sounds like It's going to make you painful. It's going to make you painful. Yes. It's going to make you painful. Um, well, I'm going to bring to you guys uh, a beautiful Facebook post that I found and I really wish I could bring this for like our uh, our Shark Tank pitch mm-hmm. but unfortunately it's not mine so I can't take that so right. I'm just going to read this to you. Okay. Okay. Idea. We spray all the vegetables with nicotine. Everyone gets addicted to salad. People on their breakfast start chaining apples instead of cigarettes. Everyone's BMs are amazing and frequent. That's bowel movements for you those who don't know. Thank you. Uh, everyone's skin clears up. We all get in great shape. Everyone starts jogging just for fun. We all fiend so hard for vegetables that sustainable agriculture practices thrive. Because of our association of, of the taste of vegetables with our ridiculous nicotine addiction, we now find sugar and junk food less appetizing. Nestle crumbles. We begin to ge- genetically engineer the vegetables to naturally produce their own nicotine. We all think more sharp, uh, sharply from all the nutrients in our body. <laughs> I don't know what that says. For the photon nutrients in our blood, we overthrow capitalism. We all have nationally excellent gut health. Nationally excellent gut health. We end all wars. We realize we've had the tools to automize virtually every job known to man for years. We can power the robots with the sun and wind indefinitely for the rest of time. We end labor and begin new phase of human existence where the main goal of society isn't acquisition of wealth, but the experiences, knowledges, and understanding of self. We explore space and alternate dimensions in search of new tastier vegetables to put in our salad. We unlock the secrets of the universe while also fiending immensely for our hit of broccoli. Man, 
that was a journey. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's going to work out how they're envisioning, but like, like nicotine, it's you still, addicted to vegetables, my dude. But you're addicted still to nicotine. nicotine. And if you're coding it, I feel like that's a fair amount of nicotine. Yeah, yeah I do feel and like it's for it to like get in your system to be addicted. Yeah, you well, that's fucking, the whole purpose. Yeah, and then we're taking down to vegetables. Like, you take down society. And you know, I don't know a lot about absurd. nicotine, but is and that the part of smoking that causes like gum cancer and shit like that? The bad part. The bad part. That's what you know. But your bowel movements are gonna be so good so good yeah but we could also just coat our veggies in sugar It'd but then that counteracts that, that doesn't help with your gut health that your doesn't help with your bowel movement terrible kills appetites yeah that it that it do <laughs> mckenna so. you're killing my mood right now i just want some broccoli and you're murdering it uh mckenna you brought us blondie yes yeah and it's, made us suffer through that rap. So uh, for suffer. that, uh, she keeps going back to you made us suffer after her. A man from Mars. Yeah. Listen, a man from he Mars definitely suffered later. Head. And dead. No, he just eats things. He goes on like a. Oh, he can handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a gluttony example. He yeah. has great gut health. Um, <laughs> so I applaud that. But I'm going to give you 50 points, uh, Cassie. You gave us some ants. Ants. Work ethic. I taught you a little bit about work ethic, Dougal. You did teach us. It did seem kind of pointed. Also, I don't like ants as much as I like Nobody dogs. Nobody does, but you got to respect their fucking hustle. I and do, though. And now every time I see an ant, it's going to be throwing its little arms up, and I'm just going to be thinking, what? work harder. And you know what? Yeah. That inspires me. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, You're but welcome. like, are you really going to think work harder, or are you just going to kill it? No, no but I'm just going to kill it. There's going to be a little <gasps> part of you who's like, Oh, my like, God, McKenna. Jesus. In my face, yeah, that ant's dying. <laughs> well, for ants, I'm going to give you 100 points. Thank you. And we're going to roll again with my biggest, chunkiest boy. Oh, you heard him. You heard him here first, and he rolled a 10, which 10 is follower question, and we actually had someone sent over a question for us on our Instagram page. So you can always send us questions over on uh, any of our social medias. You can send us a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can find us at unnatural20s, or you can email us at unnatural20s at gmail.com. So here we have a question from Brand Standing on Instagram. They say, what would you call a bowling alley for LARPers? People LARPing who are in a bowling alley. I feel like it'd be role playing, but R O L L or like. Oh shit, there you go. There's a pun. That's a pun. I was trying so hard for a pun, and I was like, all I know is LARP, the word LARP, and that's it. (laughs) What could LARP stand for, though? Lucky arm repeated pats. Yep, there we go. (laughs) I got there, guys. I did it. I did it. There you go. Got it in one. LARP. Um, let's see. Bowling alley. So bowling alley. What do you do at bowling alleys? You, you roll. Bowl. You bowl. You eat a lot of fried food, I think. You eat fried food. Uh, when you LARP, you murder people, mm-hmm. but it's like not but real. Pretensies. Could it be a battle and bowl place? So battle. you got a battle section and a bowling section. Oh my God. What? Okay. What are the maces are the things that have the spiky balls, right? Yeah. Okay. You throw maces down. <laughs> Okay, but they have like, it's like having bully balls on a string. They don't have the little spikies on it, so you combine the best of both worlds. You got your little mace, but then you just kind of whip it around on its stick and then bull it. Yeah. You got to like press the button on, on the mace stick and then it rolls. That's how oh. it works and it's called the roll and bowl. There we what, go. What did you call it? Battle and bowl. Battle and bowl. That was <laughs> much better. my other thing is like, you know, because like I'm really bad at bowling. Yeah. But it's not I feel stick. like I could be really good at a sword fight. So like, what if you could challenge to take the winning person's points? Through a final battle. Like, Hold on. You suck at that's bowling. What, that's Hold where on. I immediately went to. Yeah. I have it. I have it. It's LARPing. So you're live action role playing bowling. So you are the bowling pins. You have 12 friends. Line up. They are bowling pins. Okay. One of your friends is LARPing as the ball. Yes. The person is basically a DM. The person who's the bowler mm-hmm. is telling the ball where to go. Okay. The ball may or may not listen to you depending on who is the ball itself. Uh-huh. And then that will determine who it hits and how many points you get. Question. Can we put the person who is the role playing as the ball in a hamster ball? Obviously, they got to yeah, be like, okay. it's, that's bowling. the way it's fair, it's I feel. Like, that's LARPing. the best way to do it, right? Yeah. Okay, good. And so, then they are going to take down live humans, yeah. Yes, yes indeed. Yes. You're a bowling pin. That is your job to fall over. Yep. There if we go. they get knocked, but some of them may not get knocked hard enough, and some they just have to like, wobble. Boys. Just wobble a little bit. All right. I really like that. What was its name again? I keep forgetting. <laughs> that was the one thing we had to do. We created a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. we've invented a new form of bowling, and it's battle and bowl. Battle and bowl. I like and that. Bo- you really got to hit the bowl. Bowl. 
All right. Well, thank you, Brainstanding, for sending that over. It's also a great game that you can uh, play, and I think they have a podcast as well. But um, yeah, thank you for sending that over. Again, you can always send us over a question or topic on our social medias. And I'm going to give you guys some points because you guys did a really good at creating that that little scenery. McKenna, for you're actually naming it, I don't think I would ever have been able to come up with a name. So I'm going to give you 200 points for that. Thank you. Uh, Cassie, great contribution. Yeah, I it really should be like- noted that I brought some really good stuff to that segment. <laughs> yeah. And I personally like really contributed to that really one. I can't wait to rehear this one. Yeah, I really put that one on my back. Cassie, so. I'm going to say that you are the number one contributor to that yeah, segment. Yeah, I think so. So I'm going to give you a full 25 points. Thank you. Um, Feels well deserved. All that weight, man. You know, s- someone's got to do it, you guys. And I'm just I here need for to that. Be inspired ca- by Cassie the Ant so over here. Work ethic, work y'all. Ethic, work ethic, Nance. <laughs> all right, uh, we're gonna roll again. All right, and we roll a five, and five is advice for pop culture characters. All right, guys, this is like more of a confession too, but in a moment of like pure nostalgia and also not having Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. um, I revisited Glee because before I went to college, one of okay. my family members bought me the first season on DVD. Uh-huh. And listen, I don't have Wi-Fi right now. So you do what you got to do. We do what we got to do. Um, and I used to really love that show until like, I don't know, the third season or something. But the basics of the early seasons are there's like a teacher who wants to restart the show choir at his school and a cheer coach determined to just shut down the show choir. Um, But mid-season, the cheer coach, whose name's Sue, has like a complete personality change and stops like antagonizing the show choir and really just like makes their whole life a lot easier. She opens up her heart to the power of song. No, it's power of love. Oh, okay. Uh, but, you know, yeah. So, like, so she just falls in love. Uh-huh. But it only lasts one episode because it turns out, like, the guy was actually a douche and was just two-timing her or, like, mm. not interested in a monogamous relationship or whatever. But, I uh, like, it, the the teacher of the show choir, his name's Will Schuster, all he really needs to do is pull a timing of the shrew on Sue mm-hmm. and just repeatedly have her in relationships. And then the whole... Oh, so she's always happy. So she's always happy. Yeah. Like, we've learned that the idea of love makes Sue very happy. Yeah. So if he just kind of keeps pushing men her way, he's going to be able to run his show choir without having this sadistic cheer coach. So essentially, he's got to become a pimp. Yeah. He's got to... Or, like, kind of like host The Bachelor. Oh, my God. There we go. like Chris. Yeah. He's got to be a Chris. Yeah. And so. just bring in, just like random guys. Just, can you just bring random guys? It's in a high school, right? It's at a high school. I feel you can like just bring you random just bring guys into guys. They don't really care about that. At least yeah. not, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. So tr- <laughs> true that. You're not um, wrong there. So yeah, that's my advice is he just needs to be Chris and, you know, set Sue up. I like that. Turn the glee, glee into The Bachelor a little bit. And a lot of his problems for the first season would have really been solved. You know what? Turning most shows more like The Bachelor probably improves it's, it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. definitely advice for any sort of just even you know, a podcast. You know? Yeah. Even, would really, even this podcast. Even this podcast. What you know? like minds? That's crazy. Wow, this is so weird. It's wild. Um, McKenna, you did use the phrase something about a shrew. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> All I heard was the word Came shrew, and and you got me with shrew because I just think of that uh, immediately. That video of the the shrew just singing to the fan of the opera. <laughs> So I put that together much better probably than it should have because, you know, the true sings, it sings opera. So it really worked for me. Wow. I'm glad you made all these connections. I didn't even realize I had in my uh, What'd you say? What's true? Oh, what did you say? Because I know. I like your answer better though. I only heard the shrew and I know only one thing about the shrew is that it sings Phantom of the Opera very well. Well, it knows like jiggles up and down and I I'm gonna love go with, that video. That's what I was referencing. Yeah. It is the yeah. best that, video on the that internet. That is exactly what I was referencing. And that was her advice. Remember that when you're giving yes. out points. All I, was, I can think of is that now. That, that was it. It literally makes me so happy seeing that video. So yeah, good. Mine, it probably won't make you as happy. I got advice. I saw there was new episodes of Jessica Jones oh, yeah. on Netflix. Mm. McKenna, I'm just going to inform you. I don't know if you know there's new episodes on Netflix. Yeah, I'm jumping on seeing those when yeah. I get my Wi-Fi, I'm sure. Yeah, we don't worry. We haven't started it either, but I know... If there's one thing I know about my girl Jessica, it's that she loves to drink. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's you know, I don't even got to watch the season. I haven't started it yet, but you know, Alcohol's you know that girl be drinks. There. But listen, she's torturing herself more than she needs to with how she drinks because she's my girl's just drinking it straight out of the bottle. She's just doing whiskey like straight. Yeah, which like let me tell you, you gotta hate yourself to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, you do. My advice for her is just like, you know, try a mixer. My girl. Love yourself. Love yourself. Just try a mixer. Like you throw a little bit of ginger ale with a little splash of lime. And so that, good. that shit is so refreshing. And number two, it doesn't make you seem like that depressed and that much of an alcoholic. Because if you take the time to make a little 
fancy little drink, mm-hmm. then you're treating yourself. And it's also, not sad. Sometimes like clear liquors give you less of a hangover. Yeah. Yeah, the clear liquors do help. But if she likes listen, if she likes whiskey, yeah, I got I got a, I got a little she fancy drink good, for her. Good option. Yeah. You can even mix like get half the bottle of Coca Cola and half the bottle of your whiskey of choice and like mix them half and half. You could do that, yeah. And, and then you're even putting more effort into it. It seems fine then. It seems mm-hmm. fine. It's still the brown liquor. It looks kind of the same. And you could still drink it out of the bottle if you really want to. Yeah, but you do just have to explain like every time somebody looks at you sad, it'd be like, no, no, no. no half no. of it's Coke. There's Coke in here. It's ah, fine. Ah, much better. Well, that's fantastic. I agree. She needs to mix that shit because she is fucking wild. She is. Um, my advice is going to... It's going to the TV show Gravity Falls. Yes. So we recently just finished it. I had no idea it was just two seasons, and it's wild. I didn't know it was going to end that fast, so it was sad. So um, this is going to... Spoilers if you haven't seen it. That's okay. Okay. Um, so I'm speaking for the entire podcast <laughs> listening base. Please continue. On. We are fine with this. If not, hit the skip button like for five minutes. I don't know. But in the end, Dipper and Mabel, they have to head back to California because, you know, summer's over. California. Um, California. And my advice is to keep in contact with their grunkles and to visit them next summer on their boat. Because number one, I would get another TV show. Number two, that's adorable. And they'd get to learn more. And like both the grunkles and the twins, like the twins together are just fantastic. So I would just love for them to interact more and really learn more about each other. Because you learn at the ferry, like throughout the seasons that they don't know they don't like have a constant relationship with each other, like the uncle, the grunkles and the twins. So if they were to spend more time together, they get to learn more and then become better people because of each other. So And you get more show. And I get more show, most importantly. But what did they do like so they're out at sea? Yeah, they're out at sea. This time season three, take it to the sea. Yep. Is what you're saying. Yep. You don't think they'd get like too tired of each other on the boat? I think they would, but that would create good content for me to watch. It's a good fucking episode. It's good for me to watch. And all the monsters would be uh, underwater ones. Like they'd be getting Nessie and shit. Oh, they can get some, (sighs) they can even get them some sky ones because they're going into like Bermuda Triangle area. So you can get some wild stuff about Bermuda Triangle. Right. Because we watched that final episode. It's like, okay, they're setting up for the next one because they're they're going to like Bermuda. The Bermuda Triangle could then also be Bill. Yeah. Bill could be back as the Bermuda Triangle. Fucking reach out to us, Disney. Oh my God, Disney. Disney, we're right here. Disney. You're sitting on a cash cow right now. Why aren't you milking it? You're milking it was- the shit out of everything else, but not Gravity Falls. Oh my God. Pop culture advice. Disney, get your shit together. That was two and one right there. <gasps> Anyways, um, well, Cassie, you brought something and same thing with McKenna. I'm too heated to even remember what it was. <laughs> I was about the shrew. Uh, oh yes. All I remember is the shrew. The shrew. The shrew. She brought I, the shrew. I do like shrews, McKenna. I don't remember anything else you said besides the shrew and that's going to be completely honest. 100 points for you and the shrew. Uh, Cassie. I was advised to, on how to be a better alcoholic. So what's that going to mean? I feel you like know, it's solid advice. Our girl Jessica Jones does need to learn how to just, you know, take care of herself a yeah, lot love more. Herself a little bit. Love herself. So I mean, still be an alcoholic if that's your like, if path. You live know, in that's your truth. Live your bliss. and But love yourself a little bit. Small steps at a time. If she loved herself a little bit more, though, and she did mix her drinks, maybe yeah. she'd drink just half less. Yeah, she'd still be basically an alcoholic, but she'd drink half as less and she'd love herself a little bit more, be a little bit better to her body. And I feel like that's really changing Jessica Jones herself, making oh. her better. So I'm going to give you 150 points for that. Nice. For mixing drinks. It's a 50-50. <laughs> oh, wait, that didn't work. Yeah, it's so fun. Damn it. I tried, but I didn't. Okay, well, I guess I'll roll again. Uh, I'm going to roll my really tiny boy. And uh, my dice didn't really roll very well. Um, instead, I, I see Chris coming up. Um, oh, Chris, I thought he wasn't coming back. I thought we were just getting Caitlin. I'm so excited we get Chris really again. Excited. Contestants, you have fared very well today. And I know Caitlin sure has found her plutonic love. We just have to see who have earned enough points to find their way into plutonic love with Caitlin. I feel like, Chris, what type of love are we finding? <laughs> <laughs> like is the, the one that confused? starts with a P. Now with Pluto, right? Pluto, Pluto. Pluto. I Ca- do love Pluto. Cassie and Books. I'm going to bring our very official point scribe out here to tell you the points for this episode and the breakdown for the overall podcast. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. At the bottom of the leaderboard, but at the top of our hearts, with sixty-three thousand one hundred and thirty points, is Caitlin at. The bottom of today's episode with 
400 straight points. Fuck, so close. And at the top of this episode with 475 straight None points. None of us got 420. Fuck. No one got 420 means no one really actually I won. I'm sorry. Goodbye, won. guys. Oh, man. Just kidding. Just kidding. Ha ha. Oh, Chris, you jokester. Oh. You got me. You really got me there. I really believe that. I think yeah. that's fair. Well, not done here today. <laughs> still, we're still with you. Chris. <laughs> Chris is still here to tell you at the bottom and not winning plutonic love for Caitlin is McKenna. And winning Caitlin's heart with 475 points is Cassie. But winning overall episodes for Unnatural 20s is also Cassie with 64,852. And McKenna, you have done something amazing. You've got 64,000 points, which means you've gotten an even number. Perfectly even. Whoa. I feel like a winner alone. I might that not is... be a plutonic friend. You're not a plutonic lover, which I don't know how Whoa. I feel about that anymore. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't know how I feel about that. But as Chris, I'm totally fine with it. Chris supports it always. Chris is always okay with these weird things. And Chris is out. Bye, Chris. <laughs> Bye, buddy. He did some work on his exits. Yeah, the exits are a little rough, but and I, how to pronounce platonic? Yeah, he's so bad at pronouncing that. <laughs> that was wild. Um, well, thanks, guys, for fighting for my love. Um, I can't wait to go. You know, skip down the road and go to dog parts or something with both of you guys sometime. Typical Tuesday. Yeah. Typical Tuesday. Um, just kidding. Chris is back. Chris, oh, I missed hey. you. Chris is here to finish out your episode with some great successes because one of you won, one of you did not, but both of you won in my heart because oh. I'm Chris. I oh, want to be Chris's platonic lover. Plutonic. Is that the word? That plutonic. Word? Plutonic lover. Did, yeah, lover is the, the word that's really bugging me. I hate that word. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something good, guys. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about successes that you've had recently and I'll let Caitlin share hers as well. So I already kind of briefly spelled that um, I spent the weekend in hell, aka mm-hmm. Yermo, California. Uh, which is like we literally went and found this like campground in the middle of flipping nowhere for Father's Day weekend. And it was like one thirteen outside and but the draw, like the the appeal for, you know, everyone was going was like it's gonna be really hot, but they have a pool on the campsite. You, so we were all like excited. Oh, you guys went to the middle of nowhere for a pool to camp? No, 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 no. The dads wanted to go out there to Jeep and stuff, okay. but the plus to everyone else who had to suffer was like, but there is a pool. Oh. You can hang out poolside, yeah. you know, swim and stuff. And we're like, okay, I don't care how hot, like how, you know, gross I feel in a bathing suit. I'm going to wear it and swim in that pool all day long because it's hot. Well, we got there and the pool was really, really, really gross. Oh. Um, very murky. Like Ew. could not see the second step. Ew. No. Um, so then we were like convinced we were going to die. But my mom and I are innovators, guys. And also proud of our white trashness. Did you guys dig a hole and fill it? No, no, no. We went to Walmart about to blow up pools. We bought oh. two inflatable blow up pools and we camped, blew them up right in front of our motorhome, filled them up with a hose. Uh, yeah, and we're just sitting in our bathing suits, like 25 people in these two. Dang, <laughs> y'all. That is not at all white trash. That is amazing. That's a good look. That is the best thing I have ever participated. People kept stopping by and they were like, because you guys are innovators. Yes. Yeah. They were like, oh, like we saw kids coming by, like having swum in that disgusting pool Ugh. and like parents coming by too like oh yeah we looked at it but we weren't going in yeah and i was like yeah, but we we kids. yeah we like, kids go. it's fine if they get a staph infection but i don't think i'd survive that so <laughs> god um, damn. yeah but no that's my proudest best memory from father's day weekend is that like we went to walmart and buy, bought some oh, pools hell yeah and we're all just sitting there drinking our beers and mixed drinks and hanging out you know you made it a good time yep with some good awesome. memories every single night we were pretty much pretty drunk and just sitting in a blow up pool well, damn it sounds like that's all you could do and you guys you really you took charge of father's day weekend yes. and like my success i also took charge of father's day weekend so good. this father's day weekend uh caitlin and i built a entertainment system yes we did on our own that's right it turned out perfect it looks super good and we're we're our, we took the advice we're our from own Detective Pikachu Listen, and yeah, became our own dad. Detective dads. Pikachu told you you are your own dad. The dad I listened to you too. He told me with his little three fingers and he put his fingers on my face and he said, become your own dad. And I was like, okay, I got this. Father's Day is coming up. We got this. And Cassie, we, I'm sure you were touched by me too, too. Oh, yeah. In a good way, not a bad way, not a weird no, way. In a platonic way. In a platonic way, yeah. 
<laughs> touch platonically, and I built an entertainment system with it. Bless, bless. Because up. you don't need a dad. The dad is in you. That's exactly. Right. Also, we found out our floor was not level, and we were able to figure out how to. Broke. Yeah, lean I almost it. got broke because we built it, and then like we it ended up being super wobbly. Yeah, and like I literally like almost broke down right there because yeah. I was like I didn't fi- like I she couldn't walked, do anything differently. She us. walked away, and I was like I can fix this, and I literally <laughs> just pushed it a couple ways and like found where the center was, and I was like okay, I got this. I was like Cassie, it's fine. Yep, our floor is legitimately crooked. So. Yeah. Yeah, entertainment system. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Beautiful. Um, well, mine actually, my success has to do with Father's Day weekend as well, but it's not building our entertainment system. It is being a father to our puppy. puppy. We are fathers together, Cassie and I. Yeah. Mothers, fathers. We are You're the everything. parents. We're everything to our puppy and our puppy is everything to us. And uh, he's really loving our new place because he yes. has a, uh, a group of friends out in the dog park and... We have actually made friends and the dog has made friends just within a week of living here. Which has never happened to me. In a never. No. no, it never has ever happened. Like I've never made friends that fast and the dog has a routine. He has friends as well. And it's just, it's just really good. And I'm just really happy with how it is. And the people are really nice. So um, it should be noted. I, we do like, I do consider them friends. I don't know any of their names. I know all nope. their dogs names. That's the no priority. Names. Yeah. But like I do, I do know stuff about them, just not their names. And I would consider them like, like they're friends there too. Yeah. But yeah, you can go say, oh, you're so-and-so's You're Kiba's dad. Or, yes. And that's the proper way to address them. If, if, yeah. As a dog owner, I would much rather someone come up to me and say, oh, you're so-and-so's, you know, yeah. papa. mom, papa, <laughs> dad, then, uh, you know, call me by my actual name. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was fantastic. I'm really enjoying that dog park adventures. That's yeah, so me too. Uh, well, now um, Chris is gone. He's gone for good now. But why don't I just finish up this episode for us? I was yeah, going right he hasn't really mastered the exits yet, so I feel like that's the best possible yeah, one. Yeah, to just like he kind did of flow off got in the like background. The, the secrets like Chris out, but like that's secrets thing. Anyways, why don't we finish up today's episode? We've already went over points. Uh, Cassie is our actual winner for today and winner of the podcast so far. Yeah, thank you for um, repeating that again. I did need that. I just had to keep doing it. Um, and if you guys want, if you like the show, so please support the show. We're on patreon.com and you can find us patreon.com slash unnatural 20s you can join a dollar tier you can join a 25 dollar tier there is even some tiers in between and you can get some great content including some great posts that books put up uh as well as uh some extra bonus content that we have uh all queued up for you guys you can even win you can get a jean jacket if you join our jean jacket fam we had a new member to our jean jacket fam Devonte, and his jean jackets coming in the mail soon for him um so make sure to check that out again patreon.com slash unnatural 20s if you don't have money do not worry just go over to itunes write us a five-star review and guess what you can get some free shit from us including some awesome dice and stickers we're actually gonna be sending some over to mike uh mike cha mike. he is awesome he sent us over a email as well yes. really really sweet email and uh, he has some stickers coming his way. Uh, he has a shop called Heroes Inc. It's in Wisconsin. So if you're ever out there, make sure to check him out. Go um, say what up to our boy. He's the nicest person up? ever. He's literally the nicest. Thank you so much for that email. We just read that. I know you sent it a while ago, but we're bad at emails. We're really man. bad at emails. Hit us on social media mostly. I don't natural 20s. Um, and yeah, we're going to be sending him some stickers. Uh, next thing you got to do is roll for our next DM. I can't lead you on this episode. I know Chris was here and he led our episode today. But King Chris, um, we'll see. I mean, we I, we could roll for him, but I'd rather just roll for you two, my friends, platonic friends, uh, yeah, platonic lovers. Yeah. But <laughs> Keep, I forgot I was lovers for a second. Yeah, I don't know why I did that huh? or why Chris did that. Yeah, Chris is a weirdo. Damn it, Chris. Um, uh, so Cassie, I'm gonna roll for you. All right, are both of you up? Yes, both yeah. of you are available. Yep. Cool. Cassie rolled a one. <laughs> it's looking good for me. Let's hey, go. I think I'm gonna be DM. All right. Books, you rolled a two. <laughs> so yes, you are so gonna I be won. our DM. But that is a close one. Dang. It's enough. So books will be leading you on your adventure next week. So make sure to catch us next week for a new episode on Monday. Yeah.